Welcome to episode two of uh, the Suarez Life podcast. Um, I'm Will Evans, and we've got Brad Larkin with me again. Uh, Brad, round one, how did how did you enjoy it? Good to have footy back. Yeah, it was real good, especially those those first few games of the weekend, man. That uh, storm origin intensity on Thursday night, and then Sharks nights did not disappoint at all. That was yeah, that the whole weekend sort of fizzled out Sunday. I thought a couple of games on the Sunday, but yeah. Great round one. Yeah, yeah, they were buzzkills on Sunday, but yeah, drama filled on uh, Thursday and, and Friday, which was great. Um, obviously, be remiss of us not to to touch on the fact that the round was played in the against the backdrop of everything that happened in Christchurch. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty rough time for for everyone in New Zealand and a lot of Aussies too, I imagine. And uh, yeah, but for the the NRL. Across the board, the administrators, all the teams, um, particularly the Warriors game, sort of uh, approached it really well. Uh, some touching moments, and yeah, and paid tribute to, uh, to everything that happened in, in pretty appropriate fashion. Um, and I guess we'll start off with uh, with our favourite moment of the round and favourite player of the round, Brad. A moment that stood out for you as uh, as the best around one. I had to be old. The R. Kelly lookalike Edward Lee on the wing for the Knights. I, I dogged him last week, big time. And he had the best game I've ever seen him play on a footy field. He was awesome. He, he did believe he could fly out there on the wing. <laughs> besides the fact that it's a it's an incredibly bold and, and brave time to be getting around looking like R. Kelly, to produce a performance like that... <laughs> To back it up, in defence he was unbelievable, jamming in and, and monstering Josh Dugan on several occasions. Then to get the match winner with an intercept, um, yeah, one hell of a performance for Edric Lee. Yeah, Did, he actually played to his size and physicality and potential. Like what his body looks like, that's that's Harry played in the weekend. It's, it's awesome. Let's yeah. see if he can continue. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Good on Edric. And uh, for me, my favourite moment was the penalty try getting awarded in the same game. Um, it was... Uh, the the penalty try sort of went out the window for a few years. The referees um, were a bit soft on using it. It pretty much had to, had to be uh, just about getting hit with a baseball bat on the back of the head before you would get one awarded to you. Um, I thought that it was used in exactly the right context, um, as it, and it's a deterrent now. Players for too often were, were just willing to take the 10 minutes in the bin rather than four points, and uh, it was just an easy fallback for the rest, but they made a, a brave call, and I thought it was the right one, so hopefully that's the way that we see it continue to be used. Yeah, that's, that's a good call, man. That is a good call. I thought the refing in general, it was a whole lot more free-flowing, and I hope that coaches don't try and sort of extort that a little bit now They've got it, been given a little bit of leniency, but now that's a good point, man. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah penalty just... try. It was just sensible. I know he was a mile away from the ball, but it was a sensible call. Yeah, uh, even though uh, Josh Dugan should have uh, should have banked that one anyway. But uh, how bad was Dugan? Jeez, he had a bad game. Oh, he, <laughs> him and Johnson just were so out of sync. I don't know. I don't know if Dugan was running too shallow in the light, like on attack or what, but. Horrendous, and they just keep looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just wanted to mouth off each other. Oh, if, yeah. if Dugan and Johnson were on a, a, a first Tinder date, they would have got up and left after 15 minutes. That's how bad oh. they were gelling. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Like, yeah, you're dead right. They were not into each other at all. How did we get matched, they were asking. <laughs> sure, <laughs> swipe me. Um, 
So we'll, we'll kick off with a review of the Warriors game. Obviously a pretty impressive 40-6 to win. Couldn't have done a hell of a lot more the Warriors, but yeah, questionable opposition there up against the Bulldogs were appalling. Um, and Warriors just, yeah, just took advantage. Uh, piled on a few tries um, after a pretty patchy opening and, and never really let the foot off. Um, yeah, you can't, can't really complain about anything the Warriors did. They and they were the biggest winners of the round. Um, how did you see it? Yeah, I, I'm sort of the same. But in, in, the Bulldogs are meant to be absolute dog dog shit this year. No one rates them, but that's exactly what a good team should do against those teams. So that's the thing. I know everyone says, oh, yeah, it's only the Bulldogs, but a lot of teams can't do that and, and stay at the top. I reckon, yeah, I reckon it's good that the Warriors just put them away properly, professional manner, bang, next. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it a good yeah, point you make. Um, because last year they were a bit guilty of that not going on with the job, having a dominant first half and take the foot off the gas. That was the biggest win they've had since 2016, I think, and a higher score than they've put up in each of the last two seasons. So, you know, to see them... Um, you know, actually flex their muscles and, and go on with it was, was um, pretty good. Uh, probably my favourite thing from the game, Sol Carter on the right. Um, he answered a few critics, I thought. Uh, put Fuss away a couple of times, a couple of tries himself, and just slipped right at home out there on the right. Yeah, he, he actually did. And I've, I've, been, I've been a critic of him in the past, but yeah, he's, he's straight into it. He had an epic game. I heard during the week, Oh, just today, I think it was, Steve Kearney was saying that it wasn't pre-season. He, was, uh, he sort of, Carter went up to him and said, hey, remember I used to play right before Connie turned up? And then he was like, oh, yeah, let's trade it back on. So he actually come forward and talked to the coach. And, yeah, I, I think if that's where he's comfortable, he should play a lot better footy. Yeah, so, yeah, good on Sol there. And um, to be honest, I don't remember... Peter Hicku passing to Mel Milo too many times either, so... <laughs> good for yeah. Well, Peter Hicku is probably... Yeah, even though everyone had a good game da-da-da, I don't know if Peter Hickel will see it the season at centre. Yeah, it's uh, probably his, his uh, best asset is um, the fact that there's not too many exciting options behind him. But, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Adam Kieran on debut, dream debut for him, de- debuting in a, in a big win like that, scoring a nice little solo try, good goal kicking, you know, what was your assessment? Yeah, it's funny. The one thing I took away from this little dude in the weekend was during the game, every time the Warriors did get over for a try, he, nearly every time he was the first person there celebrating with the try scorer. That's exactly I, what I, I know. I don't know why I took that away from it, but I thought, yeah, he is epic. He's there to play footy and loves to win. Yeah, that's that's a good point you make, and I yeah I noticed exactly the same thing. He was so uh, excited every time, whether it was him scoring or. Or someone else, he was his first one in there celebrating. Um, I was at the game and, and talked to him after the game in the sheds, and he was still buzzing. Uh, yeah, just he's, he's stoked to be there. Um, obviously, there'll be tougher games in that for him, but um, yeah, good signs. It, for me, he's he's probably a little bit. I'd love him to have an extra yard of pace or just that slight mm. bit more spark just for the balance of the halves, but um, you know, he is who he is, and um. He, you couldn't have asked for too much more from him, um, and I'm sure he'll get more confident and uh, start calling the ball a bit more and trying his trying his hand a bit more. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see when they come up against the tougher opposition and see what sort of sort of what sort of attacking traffic he's going to have to face. Teams, I think, will target the little guy a little bit, and like you say, you've noticed he's a yard sort of short on pace. 
Yeah, I don't know. So far, so good, man. It was, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Epic start. Real good start. But, yeah, nice bit of confidence in the guy already. Nice. Uh, just a wee bit of uh, trivia for you. Most points on debut for a Warriors player on a first grade debut. 16 points. Um, 16? Who did he beat out? Uh, a pretty modest record held by Kevin Locke. He scored 10 points on his debut in 2009. So, uh, Adam Kieran in the record box. Yeah, that was more of a test to see if you worked out who was second. <laughs> then. Just, just spouting <laughs> off. No, well done, well done. Like, You're yeah, impressive, Kato. <laughs> Um, the next point I had jotted down here was um, Sam Lasorno's return. I was surprised to see him get a bench spot. Um, really went off the ball last year and fell out of favour, but he, I thought he was outstanding off the bench, really um, added added energy when he came on, just looked um, hungry, a couple of offloads. It was, it was the Sam Lasorno that was um, beating people up in NYC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was sort of the only one that didn't really flourish under Alex Corvo's sort of beast mode that the other yeah. boards got last year and this year now hopefully this year he's, he's, he's into it because I remember seeing him some of those trial games a couple of years ago and he was playing pre-season just tearing people apart he's got so much talent so if he can use that size yeah, yeah. all the better the, uh, the word is that he, he his attitude um, wasn't so great especially after he uh, got dropped he had a couple of suspensions last year as well um, got a bit down, put his bottom lip out a little bit but uh over the off-season, really, um, yeah, just turned things around, uh, realised what he had to do, and, and you've seen the benefits, I think. So pretty hard to leave him out of a first-choice 17, and which is really interesting considering some of the guys that aren't uh, playing and, and are still to come back. So Yeah, well, it's a good it's a good prop rotation, to be honest, isn't it? Yeah. You've still got Chris Sato, not even... I rate, I like him. Yeah. He's yeah. still sitting out, so yeah, I like the depth there. It's yeah. good. It's a real good depth, and all of them have got something different to add. Um, now Dally invokes Braithen Astor was dishing them out uh, he, gave, <laughs> he gave three to Blake Green two to Bunty Afoa and uh, one to Big Ken um, is, how would you have dished them out Brad? I, I wonder just that's the first time I've heard that I wonder if he doesn't want Shit to be Daily M two years in a row. That's what I thought. I thought he deserved at least one or two <laughs> yeah exactly yeah not get a vote in there an assist uh, it's it almost like he gave them out after the first sort of 35 minutes where Green had been mm. dominating. Mamala had scored that great try and, and Bunty was, uh, had a, a great first stint. Not that any, any of them didn't deserve votes, they were all very good, but yeah, not quite. Yeah, that's it. exactly what I think. I, I just think, yeah, Sheik should have got a vote, but it's hard to pack out of those guys who don't deserve a point. Now, uh, we'll move on to. Uh, to round two, I guess first of all we might just uh, touch on the Warriors team naming on Tuesday, so unchanged starting lineup. Um, Isaac Luke and Isaiah Papali are both named in the, on the extended bench. Um, if Luke plays and Papali gets a spot in the 17, as it looks like he will, who drops out? Obviously Ashford's already dropped out of the squad altogether. Um, who are you leaving out of that 17? Well, it's a bit of a shame, but I guess I'd go with Roach. To, uh, yeah, go with Roach, to be honest, just to have that utility cover and Tabanga, even though I thought Tabanga probably wasn't the best guy on the field in the weekend. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, you can't leave Tabanga out on his on the strength of his performances. I'd, as, I thought Lachlan Burr was really good, but I'd just have to have Roach in there somewhere. Um, I'd give him that 14 and, and play... Jazz as a as a genuine middle forward, 
but yeah, it'll be interesting. Obviously, the, the size factor's not quite there, um, and, and Lachlan Burr's a big body, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go, because Roach was super impressive, first uh, first NRL game in 18 months to produce what he did. 35 yeah. tackles, great try, slick out of dummy half. He just He's just such a classy operator, eh? Yeah, I, I reckon you make a fair point, and Lachlan Burr may be dropping out. I always tend to think who's on the reserve bench, but yeah, now nah, Burr might be might be a better option. But yeah, is, is Ice on? He's in the seventeen, isn't he? Papali, uh, yeah, Papali's in the, the seventeen, and, and Luke's uh, the number twenty-two. So yeah, so he's yeah okay. So yeah, obviously Luke, no um, no certainty to return. Um, I did have a. a brief chat with Kearney afterwards walking across the dressing rooms and he said that Luke should be right to play and that it was a, a hammy not that his shoulder's actually fine so um, yeah we'll see what transpires there obviously it'd be great to have Luke back but um, yeah that, that make up of the final 17 is uh, is quite the question mark mm, yeah yeah as to as the Tigers isn't it yeah yep um yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that when we preview their game. Yeah, um, yeah. So we better move on to our uh, round two preview, given that we took over an hour to get it done last week. Um, <laughs> so we're pleased to make it shorter. We can't promise that it's... Uh, what did uh, what did your mate say that listened to it, how it sounded? Oh, yeah. I, I, I know we've got at least one person who's listened to it, because uh, mate Jimmy mentioned that uh, we sound like we're recording it out of a public toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so the sound quality, we will work on it, people. But um, our budget is about—that's about all we can afford, to yeah, be honest, right. at the moment. And um, maybe we will record uh, an episode soon in a public toilet, just so you can realise how bad that would be, and then this might actually sound alright in comparison. <laughs> It'd be horrible if it was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't fancy having to find a public toilet every week, though. Yeah, yeah. Alright, anyhow, where are yeah. we? Uh, Dragons, Rabbitohs, Thursday night um, Rabbitohs, one of the most impressive teams around one Surprised me, I, ha- I was all over the Roosters in that game But Rabbitohs, fantastic Dragons, a bit disappointing up in Townsville uh, Come up with the loss to start the season How do you see this one unfolding? Yeah, well I've actually, this is super tough for me to pick I've gone golden point Ooh. With the rabbit, the rabbit still win via Reynolds drop goal and golden point. Because oh. yeah, I figure it's two tough win loss. I've got just as much chance picking it if I go golden point. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, that's yeah, could, that'd be a great bounce back for the Dragons, and of course they're at home, Jubilee Stadium. Uh, they'll probably be expecting a wee bit more from their halves combination with Norman there at five eight and, and mm. at the back. But uh, yeah, it's always exciting when James Graham and Sam Burgess come up against each other, so... It's, uh, yeah, true, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I just think they're going to be 50-50 teams this year, so this is them swapping out to their 50-50 rate. Yeah, OK, I've got the, the Rabbitohs by 10 in that one. You're wrong! <laughs> oh, if we can't agree, should we just cut it loose right now? Cut it! Uh, first, first game on Friday, uh, it's our favourite time slot, the uh, 8 o'clock at New Zealand time. Friday game, Raiders versus Storm. Um, this is another interesting one. Two pretty emphatic round one winners. Um, who, mm. who gets this one down in Canberra? Uh, Storm hard to go by after that first game. They are really hard to go by. Although Ricky's, Ricky's defensive training, yeah. they, they held him scoreless. <laughs> Maybe he's on to something with this practicing defense. We gave him a hard time last week, but... Uh, <laughs> 
he's finally clicked that the fans can ha- help you win games and uh, showed last week one for nil. So, yeah. Um, tough. How about um, yeah, I've, I've, you can't tip against the Storm, I think, after last week, but it'll be an interesting one. It's always a tricky wee game at night in, in Canberra. Um, the Storm have had a few troubles in the past. Uh, mm. when the, and Jordan Rapana making the shot come back for the Raiders, that could give them a bit more X factor there. That, yeah, that's crazy how quick he's come back. But yeah, at that stadium, they are 50-50 there, pretty much. Yeah, I think. Uh, am I wrong? Yeah, I think it is it 50-50 or something like that. Which any, a lot of teams would take in this competition. Yeah, yeah. Against Storm. Against the Storm. Uh, Nickel Clockstat. You know how excited I was to see him get a, get a run at fullback. He was okay. Uh, not not the easiest game for a fullback to flourish in, in the wet up on the Gold Coast, but he yeah, did enough. Uh, you'll be looking to him Friday. A couple of beers under the belt and watch old Chance get around the field. Oh, oh, mate, Your man mate, crush? Yeah, making co- captain of my super coach team. He's going to have a blind. Have <laughs> you? <laughs> no, God, no. no. <laughs> I'll probably trade him out. Uh, <laughs> <That was> sweet, man. <laughs> so you got, you're going. You're going uh, I'm tipping storm. the storm, yeah. Um, so yeah. it's pretty safety first tip so far. Uh, Broncos, Cowboys, another derby game. Um, to uh, finish off Friday night, um, Bo, uh, Broncos. I didn't think they were too bad. They got panned, but they're coming up against a very, very good team. Uh, yeah, they gave they gave they gave the Storm a twenty-minute head start and an eighty-minute race in that game. So yeah, yeah they, they struggled to claw it back. And they hung in quite well, I thought, uh, despite well, yeah. being incredibly disjointed, and uh, even made a bit of a game of it for a wee bit in that yeah. second half. So um, yeah, I think they'll be better for the run this week. Tamalola up against Pangai Junior. How good is that going to be? Oh, clash! That's going to be a clash. clash yeah, both of them are absolutely weird. But Jason, that Tamalola last week was incredible. <laughs> incredible, but yeah, right? yeah. Kind of still wish she was playing for the Kiwis, but oh, yeah. that hurts, eh? It really does hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough to him. Good yeah. on him. No, good, good luck to him. He changed Tom in rugby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. He probably would be pushing Mark Graham as New Zealand's greatest ever forward if he stuck around for the Kiwis. <laughs> not, He's not definitely not, Tongan's greatest ever yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, now, we... where am I on that one? I, I, I'm going to tip the Broncos at Suncorp, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think it is going to take a wee while for, for our Seabolt style to bet in with the Broncos, but um, yeah, I just couldn't really understand everyone writing them off. After last week, uh, still heaps of talent there, and, and when it does click, and, and obviously playing the Cowboys at home, at their own home ground, is going to be a bit easier than coming up against the Red Hot Storm. So uh, I'm going Broncos. Yeah, no, I'm, I've gone, I've gone Cowboys actually. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, gone Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I just thought, I just thought they played awesome. Just simply played awesome last week. Yeah. And until until someone manages to unlock the configuration of Bird, Milford, and Boyd, I think. Once they get that configuration sorted, I don't know how they do it, but yeah, I reckon the Broncos are just going to stay disjointed. So I've got Cowboys. Okay. Confidently Cowboys too. Oh, okay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we move on to Super Saturday. The first one on the bill is Sharks and Titans. Um, Sharks, pretty sloppy last week in the, against the Knights, but they came, pushed them all the way. Um, and Titans, nothing went right for them against the Raiders. A couple of key injuries, um, and yeah, probably not quite the ideal start they were looking for. 
Yeah, I, I can't see the Sharks losing two in a row. They won't lose two in a row very often this season, and I don't think the Titans are going to be the one to do that first up. No, not, <laughs> yeah. not, yeah, not down at Shark Park. No, uh, no way. Yeah, Sean Johnson came in for plenty of stick for his uh, first game in a Sharks jumper. What did, what, what did you make of his uh, first game? He's going to cop it either way, yeah. no matter what he done. But um, yeah, I, him and him and Dugan have got a lot to sort out to do out that side. <laughs> yeah. They just they don't know what they don't know what they're up to at all. Yeah, no, they were they were terrible the pair of them. Yeah, and and, and the tack Johnson, I defended. I noticed he was getting in there on defence and that. So yeah, I commend yeah. him on that. But yeah, that, they'll come right. Johnson's a good player. Yeah, bigger to see him chances are we a bit more. You saw he, he, they probably should have had two tries uh, from when he ran it on the last one. One of them Dugan bombed it by not giving it to his winger, and the other one that uh, was pulled back slightly unluckily maybe for Katoa uh, deliberately tapping it forward. I've seen Johnson actually awarded a try in exactly the same circumstances uh, a few years ago against the Titans. So. Um, yeah, there were some good moments. Put the kick in for the try. He certainly wasn't the worst player on the field. No. Um, and he'll probably enjoy playing against um, a pretty experienced Titans team. They've got Brimson and Riley Jacks teaming up in the halves after Taylor and Roberts went down. So, yeah, a lot of pressure on those kids. But um, you will be ecstatic that the Don is back on the wing. That didn't see, it didn't take them long to work that out, did it? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't replaced Brinko Lee, it's Philip Sandy that's been demoted, but um, at least the Don is back where he belongs. Honest, is it his favourite wing? Um, favourite wing? It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, it doesn't Don, matter. Though, does it? He can make magic wherever yeah, he is. he can put him in it, in it, in it properly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's back and we're both very excited, and I've, but we're both tipping the shaft, so. He'll, yeah, he'll be the best player on the field <laughs> yeah, in, the, in, a losing, in a losing side. Yeah. Unless the Nasta's picking the picking the Dalian points. <laughs> um, Knights and Panthers second up. Jeez, uh, the Knights they probably got probably a few too many raps for a team that won by an intercept try with five minutes to go. But they're they're uh, pretty impressive, pretty dogged, and and uh, up up there at uh, Newcastle where they are again against the Panthers side that were rubbish against Parramatta. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the Knights were good in the fact they outgrinded the grinders of the competition, yeah. which is, a, I think, it's, yeah, maybe they didn't set the world on fire. Their attack, they just couldn't get that last pass or have the confidence to throw the pass to get over the line. But, yeah, it was impressive how they outgrinded them. And Clemmer, with an offload there, yeah. he he was mighty, man. Yeah, he's, uh, it's, it's like having Chief Harrigan back in the... In well, the uh, late nineties, and, and I thought James Gavay went pretty good up front for them as well. So he, he um, did, yeah. But, bit of energy. I like it. Sometimes he doesn't have the energy in a game, but he yeah. turned out of energy. Yeah. So for a team, good. a team with I think they had about seven new recruits um, making their club debut. So I thought they, yeah, pretty impressive really. And, and Ponger and Pierce didn't feature that much, but they still got the job done. So good signs. Mm. Surely those guys will fire. Uh, Panthers yeah. not quite sure where they go after that game against. Parramatta, uh, when it sort of seemed like a game that they might sort of come back and pull out of the fire like last year, but yeah, had, had nothing, did they? They had nothing. Yeah. But uh, 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 am I wrong in thinking Cleary coach teams are quite traditionally slow starters? The Warriors days, yeah. we had terrible starts and then go on that mid-season run. I don't, that is I don't true. know. Yeah, well, we uh, when we made the grand final under Cleary, he yeah we won, uh, lost our first three, and then obviously went on a bit of a roll. So. Mm. Yeah, you could have a could uh, have a point there, but um, 
yeah, they'll be looking for a, a wee bit more than they showed against the Eels. Yeah, I, I got tired of that game real quick. Watch it. It, was, yeah. it wasn't an enjoyable game, and I didn't even get to see the new cult hero get much of a run. Couldn't even <laughs> yeah. enjoy him. Couldn't enjoy yeah. Hito. Nah, well, he's, he's in the number 17 this week, um, and hopefully we'll, we'll get a bit more of what he's about this weekend, Jack Hedrington. Yeah. Um, last on the Super Saturday bill is Manly against the Roosters. Uh, this looks like the biggest mismatch of the round. Um, Manly twenty to two losers, or twenty to six losers against the Tigers, um, and only scored their try right on full time. They were pretty poor. Uh, Roosters bristling from that uh, tough loss to the Rabbitohs. They'll have a point to prove. Um, yeah, this could be a bit of a whitewash out there. I think. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Manly were terrible. Roosters were their own worst enemy in half an hour of that body. They just had the early season jitters like they have done last couple of seasons, just dropping the ball and that. But, yeah, there's no chance the Roosters are losing this thing. Yeah. Uh, the, we uh, talked a wee bit about Brendan Elliott there filling in for Tom Tavoy, but the fullback, and didn't he bomb a try? Yeah, <laughs> That was... The uh, classic, that is the epitome yeah. of the bomb try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but was it just me, or was there more bomb tries in that weekend than there's ever been in the history of the game? It seemed like every game had a couple where, where they just just absolutely bombed, sit, absolute sitting duck tries. Yeah, great. I think it was, was Edric. Yeah, Edric. He dropped that first yeah. one, he started, but I was like, yep, yeah, no, we were right what we were <laughs> yeah. talking about last week. No, we're spot on with this kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Came back to bite us, but yeah, there were plenty of uh, bomb tries, but yeah, that was probably the worst. It was a simple draw and pass, and he uh, dumped oh. straight into Corey Thompson's chest. So. Terrible. Unfortunately, Good tackle. Now. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he gets another chance this week, but yeah, the, the Roosters looking at these lineups just look uh, far too strong. Yeah. They'll be all fired up, um, and yeah, I don't think Manly will give them quite the challenge that South did, so yeah, Roosters by about 20, I think. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, that's definitely a 13 plus at the old tab. Yeah, that one, that, and they won't, they'll probably be giving you a dollar two for that. <laughs> yeah. Still, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. When we roll right into the dogs, do we? And, uh, oh yeah, talking about um, ordinary teams, the Bulldogs against the Eels to start <laughs> off Sunday. Um, and I was just manning the Bulldogs there because the, the Eels were pretty impressive winners against Penrith uh, mm. last week. Not too many people expect them to get up, so. See if they can make it. Who would have thought Parramatta two and zero? They should be after this weekend, you'd think, unless the Bulldogs can, um, yeah, bounce back from everything they copped, uh, which you do see a lot. Teams that lose that badly and spend the whole week getting panned uh, bounce back. So, do you think the Dogs have it in them? They can't bounce. <laughs> they can't bounce. Yeah, they are. They were terrible. They were terrible. They're going to take a long time. They'll they'll fluke the odd game this season, but they're not going to. It'll be Eels two and two. And I, I thought I'd, when I when I seen this game, I was like, oh, I can do some stat stat searching here. Cause two from two, the pan, the Eels. When was the last time? Got all sleuthy on it. Got on the computer, dug deep, and this will be the first time they've won back to back opening games since 2017. <laughs> what a <laughs> what dumb, man! Drought breakers. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be they'll be they'll be stoked to break that down. <laughs> oh, don't you hate it when, it, when those yeah, uh, no, I'm gutted when, when I got there. I thought it was going to be far more impressive. Oh, although it's nonetheless impressive if they can do it. Uh, good to see Dean Pay getting um, creative with his team selections, naming an unchanged team this weekend. 
today broke don't fit today pay. I just couldn't I just couldn't drop any of them, they all gave hundred percent. So yeah. What one do you drop though? <laughs> yeah. It's well, like if I how do you not drop all of them uh, and get one more chance? Yeah. But did, did the Eels lose is it Brown, is it Brown? Yeah, did he, Brown. Has he lost a concussion, has he? Uh, he tore a peck, so he's probably gone. Oh, that's right. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Jennings out with suspension and Will Smith uh, broken arm, so a few changes there. Um, is, it, is it just automatic suspension for that Simbin, or...? Um, I think, oh, they just got slapped with a grade two for the high shot. It wasn't, wasn't a pretty one. On oh, Zayo, it, wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but yeah, it was, I don't know. I guess the Simbin doesn't actually get you any any time off your, your band, like a Simbin yeah. sometimes does. So, yeah, uh, yeah he was always probably going to get sat down. Josh Hoffman coming in for him. It would be interesting to see him in first grade again, being a wee while. Um, yeah, yeah. He was always a steady player, but, yeah. You know. Never really kicked on the, no. since uh, playing for the Kiwis. Um, Junior Paulo coming back at prop, that's pretty big for the Eels. Yeah. Um, for his first game since his return to the club from Canberra, and uh, Tipai Mara is in at lock. So yeah, still yeah, it's still a pretty good looking team. Dylan Brown looked really good on debut at five eight. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd have to say the Eels will get the get the two points there. Yeah, that, that's easy. Yeah, that's my money's going that way easily. Um, and then a, a banger to finish the weekend. Yeah, wow. And as uh, you mentioned, Brad, Brad, uh, for those who don't know, is based in Dunedin and has an Otago anniversary day on Monday, so he's going large on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I can stay up past at least <laughs> ten fifteen. I reckon. Oh man, I'd hate to be your neighbour this Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a ripper to look at. Look yeah, at, look forward to. It's, it's an exciting game out. Campbelltown, that sort of tribal atmosphere, like we saw at Leichhardt on in round one. So uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be good to see. I'm sure the Warriors will get more of a test, um, and they'll get a big test from the Tigers. Not that they were overly impressive in putting away Manly, but you know they are a tough, gritty side, and uh, yeah, definitely a good match for the Warriors just to gauge where they're at, and the Tigers gauge where they're at as well. So how do you see this one going? What do you sort of what do you uh, what do you see the Tigers' weaknesses and what are you worried about in the Tigers um, up against the Warriors? Oh, the Tigers' weaknesses! I, I seem to think their extended bench past eighteen up to twenty one they should be all somehow in that first grade team. You got in by Reynolds, McQueen, and Eisenhuth. Yeah, on extended bench. It, it's it, I don't know. I understand why they're not what they're not doing to warrant getting into first grade. Yeah, they've, they've picked a couple of rookies in there and Luke Garner did score a, a try off, off Marshall in, in round one. Um, he holds mm -hmm. his place. Uh, and by potentially coming back, at, uh, he's the captain this year. Um, yeah. So he'll obviously be in if he's fit. And I guess looking at the lineup, that reshuffle would see him going at fullback, Thompson to a wing and maybe Fanoa to the centres and Momoroski uh, dropping out. But uh, yeah, they've, they've got plenty of depth there, which is a good sign, obviously, picking the team on form. Um, yeah, just just really looking forward to seeing how the the Warriors cope against the team that um, isn't going to hand it to them on a plate. Yeah, uh, yeah, same. Same, and it, it's just, yeah, I'm exactly the same, to be honest. Tiger's going to give more of a contest. We're going to get more of a measure on what this Warriors team is this year. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, Tigers, it's a tough one at Campbelltown. Remember last time they played at Campbelltown, man? 
round one in oh, 2016. Jeez, that was a, Remember that heartbreaker? <laughs> so that's what I think of. I'm just thinking of Campbelltown, and I've got this broken heart from the last time. Well, I'm Tigers were up 28 4 at half time. Yeah, that's we right. We get in, and then they score a maggot try in the last three yeah, minutes just to ruin it. Well, that, that was uh, an ugly way to remember Campbelltown, but better than the last two times when we went to Campbelltown before that, uh, they put 50 points on us both times in oh. 2010 and 2015. So, so it's not a, it's not a, I, I do think the Warriors can win this one. I, I just think, uh, yeah, then they proved last year that they were changing their culture wide, and I just think they're even more professional this year. I just, yeah, yeah I, 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 Tigers are good. I, do, I am a little bit wary of the Tigers, but yeah. If the Warriors keep just doing what they've done last week, they'll they beat yeah. dogs by plenty, but they might beat the Tigers by ten, sort yeah. of thing. Probably more firepower than the Tigers have got, and the Tigers didn't score a lot of points last year. Um, yes, yeah. showed last week they can can put a try on. So uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be the the story. But um, yeah, it could be a bit of an arm wrestle with both sides only giving up one try, albeit against uh, terrible teams last Dark week. Teams, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the closest game of the round as far as the TAB is concerned and just a uh, shout out to the TAB for their support. Um, so yeah, head over to there for a punt on this week's game. You'll get about two bucks for the Warriors, so I think that is actually pretty good. That's good money. That's yeah. good money. And what's the Tigers? Uh, are they, they favourites here? Yeah, narrow favourites. So. Yeah, yeah, so I think a nice little Warriors 1 to 12 bet there might be uh, the way to yeah. go. But uh, you can check thiswarriorslife.com tomorrow at some stage for the uh, for a full preview, heaps of stats, uh, all the betting info, and uh, a few head-to-head matchups and that sort of thing. Um, now we've so now that we've got through those games in record time. Um, I just want to have a wee chat with you about the uh, the relocation um, chatter that's going around the game, um, and what your thoughts on it, and if you, if, well, if you think relocation is the answer, or you know whether you just go straight expansion, or and who you would, who would, you, which Sydney team you'd move to where, whether that's out of um, out of spite or out of um, logistics. <laughs> Interested to hear either way. Uh, if we were choosing out of spite, I'd shift the Sharks to, to Chatham Island. If we didn't talk relocation, I always tend to think the Roosters up Gosford, up the Sunshine Coast or whatever, where they play a couple of games. I this, know, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I just, the Central Coast or whatever it is there, I think that'd be all good for a team. And Doesn't, uh, doesn't the Roosters feeder club play out of there anyway? Um, yeah, Wyan Roos or whatever, yeah, up there, right? Yeah, that must, yeah, it sounds like it's probably up there somewhere. Yeah, but I don't know why. Uh, not necessarily the right idea. No. But um, that's what I think all the time. But yeah, Sharks probably to Perth is maybe another option. Yeah, or maybe West Tigers over there and just keep them there. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saves on, <laughs> saves on the uh, stationery. <laughs> yeah. <for Perth. laughs> yeah. It's, uh, if that's not a reason to, uh, to move them out there, I don't know what is. <laughs> Yeah, is that, is, that, is that the only one you want to move around, or is there any others? That... Um, yeah, they're, the, they're the, probably the only ones that, that make sense as far as, you know, not having um, a giant junior base and all that sort of thing, and probably a few financial issues, not, not the Roosters, but the other two, so, um, yeah, we'll see which way they go, um, everyone's coming. What about expansion? What would you like to see expanded? Well, say you could have two teams. Yeah, I don't know, I like the... Uh, 
the second Brisbane team would would be, you know, pretty exciting. That you know, having that that jewel, uh, that derby up there, and um, and Perth as well. It makes because, sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, and and Perth as well. Just tapping back into that market, I think. Yeah, it's a good way to go. Central. Yeah, Coast. I'd love to see the North Sydney Bears come back on the Central Coast. Obviously, that'd be a bit of a fairy tale. Um, if, Mate. Yeah, in the old Citibank style jerseys. But. I'd love it. I was a massive North Sydney Bears fan until the merger. Oh, they, were, they were my team, but yeah, I'd love to see the Bears back in it. They're, they're gritty. They're not giving up. I'll give them that. Yeah. Old Greg Florimo has really gone <laughs> into bat for that club for a yeah. long time now, so I hope they get something from it. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Everyone's coming out of the woodwork to, to offer their, their alternate plans other than relocation. Jeff Tovey saying that there should be another New Zealand team. Oh, um, I don't like that yet. Yeah. But, uh, Create quite the uh, conundrum for for many Warriors fans that are around the country. Um, what? So yeah, I don't see it happening. To be honest, um, we struggle to get quality Aussie players over here for one team, yeah. let alone two teams. So I think it will just thin out what we've got trying to go on over here. Yeah, yeah, it's probably uh, it certainly wouldn't be good for the Warriors. I don't think, as far as them being able to hang on to the best. New Zealand talent, uh, which they struggle to do at times anyway, <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, not being spiteful, but obviously our, uh, the other clubs have all got scouts over here and that sort of thing, so yeah, they'll just dilute it even further. Um, and yeah, and Gus Gill coming up with a hair-brained two-conference, <laughs> ten teams in each competition, not sure what he's up to there. God, he's getting, oh, he's looking terrible, Gussie, eh? He looks like he's allergic to bee stings and he's been stung on the face 800 times. Ah, uh, poor old Gus. Uh, <laughs> he's a yeah, battler, absolute battler. It's been a tough tough start to 2019 for Gus, so... Yes. He's always got to say something, though. He's got to yeah, chime in, doesn't he? I know, yeah. Um, now, a new segment, which we're going to try out, and... Um, Unless everyone finds it incredibly boring, but you know that I love uh, love my stats in history, and especially the quirky little ones. So I'm taking you back to a fan favourite, if you remember, Akuma Tai. Uh, played 50, yeah. 52 games from 2009 to 2012 for the Warriors. Now he wasn't. He was a bit of a. I don't want to say liability. He was just a, a little bit of an enigma. I think never quite knew what you were. Rocks and diamonds. Yeah. He. Um, he, and he certainly wasn't a noted try scorer, uh, just seven across his 52 games, which isn't too bad going. But the uh, the stat that I want to direct you to, he scored in four consecutive games during 2010 in a career total of seven tries. I just, uh, I just thought that was quite amazing. He got off over the stripe in four straight games. Um, so that leaves 49 other games and just three tries. Um, for some reason, that one just tickled me. I, I can't I can't remember that span, but we must have thought during that span, yes. Yeah, come and try try, try it's scoring the man. Game. You think he is? He's yeah. sorted it out. Who got the new the new Steve Menzies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> new people, Akuma Steve Menzies. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. no, wasn't. Is he still? Did I see him getting around Super League in the weekend? Well, that was my next point. You certainly did. He's just about to play 150 games for Huddersfield. Yeah, uh, I thought I did, and I couldn't sort of believe it, and then I sort of got. Got yeah. it sort of sidetracked, and I didn't keep an eye out to see if I see. Yeah, that's out of it. Yeah. Super League, eh? I yeah. tell you, about <laughs> yeah. the youth. Yeah, turns uh, turns ordinary in our own way as it does. But no, good on Akuma. He's gone over there and had a good career, and I, from what I can gather, yeah. he's a bit of a fan favourite over there in Huddersfield. So good, 
to see him um, find his niche over there, the Tongan-born uh, prop forward. So, yeah, when he was on, he was he was a real good player to watch. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Good footwork. When he was on, he was just a little bit stop starty. Yeah, super talented though. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, more or less it from us, Brad. Do you have anything to to add on to that? No, no, no. I think um, no. Just look forward to the weekend. I look forward. To, I'm actually looking forward to each week doing this again. I'm um, enjoying it. So hopefully we can get better and carry on. And just to within the weight of what's going on over this side of the side of the world at the moment just um look after each other and stay kind really yeah beautifully said and um just lastly thanks again tab and rugby league project um those guys are fantastic that's where i pulled out all the kermitire stats and all the stats we use on the show from so thanks to those guys and uh yeah um just thoughts out to everyone that's uh, been affected by what's happened last week and yeah looking forward to another round of footy and then the NRL being Christchurch next week is obviously going to be pretty special um, enjoy the weekend of footy everyone um, that's it from Will Evans and Brad Larkin we'll catch you next week